the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled out to my Chevrolet. I climbed down up inside. I pulled the Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And for the next two hours, we're going to talk about cars. And it can be your car, your motor home, your trailer, your horse trailer, um, your hot rod, your race car, blah, 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 blah. Anything you want to talk about with respect to cars. Maybe even if you were looking for a used car and you wanted me to compare a couple of them. And, and that's kind of important because it's very difficult for you to say, I want a midsize SUV because, you know, there's, what, 680 models of cars and uh, SUVs out there. So it's it's nice if you narrow it down. Uh, my husband likes the Murano and I like the Forerunner and that kind of stuff. That that works well and I can talk and. And you guys, most of the time I'm going to side with the wife just for my personal safety. So that I just warn you in advance that um, I, I have a bad habit of siding with the wife. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy Bob, Bob Jones at Quality Transmission. Not too long ago, I didn't hear this from Bob, but not too long ago there was a, a paint and body shop that had a problem with a car and the car didn't shift right after they had done a significant amount of work to it. So they were real concerned. So they took the car to a local transmission shop, and the local transmission shop quoted, I don't know, $800 for a TCM, and that's a transmission control module. Otherwise, it's the computer that controls. It watches engine, and then it makes the transmission do what it wants to do based on what the engine's doing and what the speed of the vehicle's doing. So... The paint and body shop, for whatever reason, decided, let's get a second opinion. So they took it over to Quality Transmission. And Quality Transmission replaced a fuse and gave it back and said, there you go. Now, they didn't know at the time that someone else had diagnosed it as a TCM. Later, I heard that, and I was able to verify that. And then I asked what I thought was a really important question to Bob. Bob when you did that, what'd you charge the body shop? And he looked at me with the, f- the the face that your father would look at you when you ask an incredibly stupid question, and he said, nothing. It didn't take but a minute. So I looked up the process when you have your car stuck in default mode, which is one gear forward and reverse, that's all. And the very first thing it says in there is check the fuse. So that's an important consideration to wherever you do work, make sure that they have the skills and have the knowledge to identify your problem, diagnose it correctly, and then bid the repair. In that case, the repair was zero. I'm pretty sure the body shop was pretty happy. Quality transmission, been in the East Valley since 1977. 
and I know you'll be happy if you use quality transmission on Hayden Road or McClintock, just south of the 202 and north of University. All righty. I have a car for sale, and I know you find this unusual, but this car is a one-of-a-kind car, and those of you that are into Corvettes, or if you want a Corvette that is second to no one in your club, let me describe a car. It's a 2006 Z06 with an LS7 motor. And what that means to all of you that don't know what that means, that means this is a real fast car. Now, in addition to it be black on black, black exterior, black interior, it has a six-speed, and it's loaded to the gills with all the computerized everything. It has 18,000 miles on this nine-year-old car. Nine-year-old car. 18,000 miles. Now, about two years ago, we installed twin turbos on this LS7Z06 Corvette. And I had an opportunity to drive it the other day for the first time because the owner wants to sell it. And I want to tell you, I could never really own this car because I'll die in it because it is so stupid fast. Now, I'm going to tell you that on a racetrack environment, as I accelerated through first gear, and I approached 80 miles an hour. When the turbos kicked in on at about 4,800, and it's on a 7,000 RPM red line. So on the RPM, on the, on the tachometer, 7,000, it turns red. So at about 4,800, the turbos kick in, and the back end got loose at, at about 85 miles an hour. I mean, and then the traction control kicked in and straightened me out. So in a, in a race environment, this has 242, 243 rear gears in it, which means it should be capable, based on a 7,000 red line, of, I, I mean, if you were stupid enough to drive it, it would be well over 160 miles an hour. But this car is so fast that I can't imagine anybody wanting this for anything other than a trophy or a trailer queen. It is, it, it, and it, it dynos, what, it's stock, it's 550 horsepower. So I don't care what you give me on top of 550 horsepower for a twin turbo setup, but if you'd be kind, you'd give me 100, 150 horses and, and maybe even more than that. But if you gave me 150 horses on a 550, then if my math's right, this thing's pushing 700 horsepower. And I, I'm, I've, I've driven lots of cars. I had the opportunity to drive NASCARs around the track in Las Vegas. I've had opportunities to drive fast cars. Now, I've never driven a... a, a a dragster like um, John Force has that goes through the quarter mile at 300 miles an hour. I've never had that opportunity, and I don't think I would want to. But this is the fastest car. Now, the price. The low book is 42 That's the low book with no twin turbos, no special wheels, no tires, and, and that includes the 18,000 miles. And the owner's asking 52 And he, even in spite of the fact that it was $18,000, to put the twin turbos on it, to reprogram the computer, and to put the tires and wheels on it. So 52, 42, so he's asking 52, you want to make an offer? You want to drive it? You're going to drive it with me in the car next to you, and I'm going to be holding a taser, and if you make me wet my pants, I'm going to tase you. I just want to tell you that because this car is that stupid fast. So I told him I would announce that for him because it's a car I'm proud of and the reason I'm proud of is because we built it and the twin turbos at the very back of the car have to sh 
have to create air that goes to the front of the car to the engine. Now, in a Corvette, you sit in a bathtub. So as you sit in the passenger side, there's this 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 wall there that you have to lift out of. Inside that wall is where we ran the tubes to the front of the car, which is a really ingenious way to do it. But we didn't design it that way. It's the turbo manufacturer did that. And, of course, we're running engine oil to the turbochargers to make sure that they have the appropriate lubricant, and it uses a synthetic oil. But it's just... It's the fastest and the hardest accelerating car I've ever driven in my life. And if if I truly owned this car, um, and if I was 18 or 20 years old, uh, two things would be for sure. Uh, there's no street car on the road that I can think of, and I don't care about you Ford guys with your Cobras and all that other kind of stuff. This thing got kicked out of Firebird years ago for running a mid-10 quarter mile. <laughs> and, and the guy that was driving it was probably in his 50s. And he told him he didn't know how fast it would go. So he paid his money. He lined up. And then when he got to the end of the drag strip, he was turning around, coming back. There was red lights. They stopped him. And they said, you're an idiot. You're not allowed to drive a car that fast without a roll cage and padding and helmets and fire suit and this and that. He said, I didn't know how fast it was going to go. And I and and he says it was mid-10s. It was a 10-4, a 10-5, a 10-6 quarter mile. And he says, this is what I did. I knew it was going to be sticky, so I put it in second gear to start with. And he says, and I only made one shift, second to third. Now, I want to tell you about the throw and the shifter. The throw and the shifter between first and second gear might be three or four inches. So this is a real close ratio shifter on top of everything else. Those of you that are into hot rods, this is a good car. You want to email me, you're welcome to do that. I can send you pictures and spec sheets. Mark at MarkSalem.com. You won't find me selling anything on this show very often, but this is something special. This is truly something special. All righty. Jeremy, did we find any sounds that would accommodate my next thing? Could I hear that sound? Perfect, perfect. Now, that is the sound of if something we all recognize, a train. And the person that drives that train is called an engineer. Regardless... <laughs> Regardless of what you think engineers do, the real engineers drive that whistle. They drive that train. So last night, I'm talking to a guy who's an engineer, and he has a race car, and this is what he says to me. He says he wants to measure the stoichiometric ratio of his car. Now, let me explain that. 14.7 to 1 is the stoichiometric ratio of air and fuel for an optimum performing car. That's 14.7 in weight of air to one part of gas. If you go more air, you run lean, and if you go less air, you run rich. But that's the perfect, perfect, perfect um, scenario. However, the problem is, is with the throttle on a car, it's a little difficult to have that all the time. So he asked me if I could measure that, and I said I prefer to measure what's coming out of the tailpipe and tune the motor from what's coming out of the tailpipe up front. So if we're wasting fuel, I got an abundance of fuel coming out of the tailpipe, we'll shut the fuel off. If we're running too lean and my HCs are up real high and my CO is real low, then we'll add more fuel, and we can accelerate through the dynamometer. He says, oh, I'm looking for somebody who can measure the actual stoichiometric ratio. And I said, well, where would you propose they measure that. He goes, well, they'd measure it. I said, the problem is, is the air and the fuel mixes within the intake manifold, so you would have to somehow 
after the air comes into the engine and after the fuel is sprayed into the cylinder and the air is there and the cylinder is there, in a millionth of a second, you'd have to measure that mixture before the spark plug ignited it. So what I'm asking you is, is how are you, Mr. Engineer, going to build something to measure that mixture of air and fuel just before it's ignited? Now let me give you an example. At 6,000 RPMs, the engine is doing 600 revolutions per second. And when you measure how, when the air and the fuel is mixed together, but before it's ignited, it's one millionth of a second in time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said to him, why don't you tell me how you're going to measure that in the cylinder, which is the only place you can measure it before the spark plug ignites it and blows it all to heck. And he looked at me and he goes, someone can do that. And I said, I hope you find that person. He says, how much is your dyno time? And I said, $10,000 an hour. My wife kicked me under the table. And those of you in business, you understand exactly what I just did. I just priced him out of my market because I don't want to deal with him. But the idea is, is that he wants his hot rod, his road racing car, to run at 14.7 to 1. It'll never happen. It'll never happen as long as it has a throttle. A, sta a static motor that runs at the same RPM? Yes, maybe. But really, the 14.7 the, the to 1 air ratio, it's affected by humidity, temperature, um, it's by altitude, by ambient pressure, everything imaginable. So it's difficult, but only he would want something perfect like that. And actually, 14.7 to 1 would burn up his Ford motor in a heartbeat. So if he gets there, then he'll have a big motor bill. All right, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back, 602-508-0960. 960 The Patriot and Grand Canyon Planning invite you to a special free screening of the movie everyone is talking about. American Sniper. Wednesday, February 11th at Ultra Star Cinemas Scottsdale at 7 p.m. I'm willing to meet my creator and ask for every shot that I took. Join your fellow Patriots for this special free screening. The thing that haunts me are all the guys that I couldn't say. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the American Sniper banner to RSVP. Seating is limited. Brought to you by Grand Canyon Planning. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. You wouldn't leave your car unprotected. 
So why leave your identity unprotected? Nearly half a million cars were stolen in 2012. For every car stolen, 34 people had their identities stolen. Identity thieves can take your money, damage your credit, and wreak havoc on your life. Help protect yourself with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection available. It provides protection for your social security number, bank accounts, investments, even the equity in your home. Your bank may alert you to suspicious credit or debit card activity, but a thief could still open new accounts in your name, and your credit report may only tell you after your identity's been compromised. While no one can stop all identity theft, LifeLock Ultimate Plus watches out for you in ways that banks and credit card companies alone just can't. Visit LifeLock.com and use promo code AWARE or call and mention AWARE to save 10%. Call 1-800-838-6010. 800-838-6010. 800-838-6010. Network does not cover all transactions. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on The Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960. The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. I've got my underwear unwound. I'm ready for your calls at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. I, I really, uh, as all my shops, I really like all of them. But Kurtz is just somebody who's a little different in this respect. He has a tremendous business sense, and he's a really kind person, and he's a good technician. So it's his technicians are not likely to snow him about the process of a repair. He's an independent family-owned auto repair shop that focuses on your cars and focuses on the diagnostics and then the repair and then making sure that they fix what you brought it in for. In 1987, he opened up his doors, and he's been working on domestic and import, both gas and diesel. He has ASC-certified technicians. He believes that an excellent repair facility is all about the end result, and that's two things, your problem solved and our estimate uh, was your total was under our estimate. So that's how Kurtz Auto runs. He's at I-17 in Bell, the northeast corner of I-17 in Bell in Phoenix. If you live in that area and you don't already have a shop or if you work in that area, may I suggest Kurtz Auto at I-17 in Bell. All righty. When it comes to, to reviews on the Internet, 
I understand as a businessman that that, that empowers people who may not have, um, may not want to to be forced into a confrontation, and I understand that. And and in fact, I think if I went to a sh- to a business and complained and and they got crappy with me, I might even leave them a bad review. Um, this all brings up a, a review that I found yesterday uh, about our shop. And the review talked about a gentleman who, who said this, I took it in for some carburetor work and they charged me $1,000 and then I took it back in when it started running badly and they told me I needed a $1,000 carburetor. Well, um, none of that is true uh, and, 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 and unfortunately with reviews it takes a while to kind of track down the customer because obviously you know his name might be Tom W and so you have to look through all your W's you have to find a Tom and then you have to figure out what the heck it is but anyway I did find it and uh, it was an 87 Ford motorhome that he brought in and his symptoms was is that intermittently it would die for no reason and it had a tough time getting going faster than 45 miles an hour well we replaced the fuel pump so we replaced the fuel pump and after we got done we drove it and it would do 60 70 miles an hour he was with us and everything was fine and he left now four days later he came back and the carburetor was flooding now the carburetor is certainly part of the fuel system but it's it's on top of the engine where the fuel pump in this motorhome was in the back inside the gas tank so we were able to drive it and see that the carburetor was flooding and we told him that for $657 we would rebuild his carburetor and fix the flooding concern and the work order said that he said I'm just gonna see continue to drive it and see if I can work it out now it could have flooded because of a piece of dirt in the fuel system it could have flooded because the new the new uh, fuel pump has a higher pressure than the old one did and that this carburetor that was made in 1987 this carburetor couldn't handle the increase in pressure because it deteriorated at the same rate the old fuel pump deteriorated and at the same rate the old pressure deteriorated so blah 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 so anyway and then he says he had it fixed for $58 so I answered him in a really kind way and I just reminded him that we had done a fuel a fuel pump the first time and we didn't do any carburetor work and then he brought it back four days later and we diagnosed it and I reminded him that the second diagnosis and talking with him and driving his car was for free we didn't charge him anything for that and that we never charged him a thousand dollars on the first repair um, actually it was he said it was more than a thousand dollars and he's right it was a thousand and fourteen dollars for the fuel pump the labor the diagnosis all this stuff and then I said we didn't bid you a thousand dollars on a carburetor but it was 657 and it's written right on your ticket I bring this up on on behalf of businesses um, all over I'm going to agree that there's businesses that are tough there's businesses out there that don't um, don't really have your interests in front of their own but on behalf of the the majority of businesses who truly want to stay in business and truly want to serve their customers when you read these reviews take them with a grain of salt um, I know uh, that that you and you're welcome to go to Yelp and read my reviews. You can go to the Better Business Bureau and read reviews. You can just type in Salem Boys Auto reviews and you can read them all. Um, there's some people that I, I couldn't make happy and and I think I've answered all of those people um, and I've answered them you know to the best of my ability. But there's a lot of 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 issues that uh, that there's two sides to the story. Um, 
I think the worst business is one who ignores those reviews and doesn't answer those reviews because if you don't answer, if you don't answer them, then they become the word of, of you know, authority. And and unfortunately, sometimes that's not right. Everybody knows somebody who just can't be pleased. And um, depending on the volume of customers you have, you're going to run into somebody who can't be pleased. Um, I had a review a hundred years ago who uh, who we put a set of shocks on and he didn't like the shocks and so I worked with the rep and we gave him four different options um, we'll take them out we'll put in nicer ones at our expense we'll put in this other brand that you talk about at, at, at only the difference in cost um, and we made him four offers and he picked number two and then we said fine we'll, we'll, we'll accommodate number two and then he changed it to no I don't want any of these I, I just want this and so we said no. He filed a complaint to the Better Business Bureau. We went through that process, and the Better Business Bureau says we think that his offers were valid. He offered you to solve the problem that you had. But anyway, so he continues to hound me, but you can tell when he writes the story because it's like 47 pages long. And and I'm going to tell you from from a, a arbitrator point and a business point of view this. Your complaint can't be more than two pages because you're going to lose everybody's interest when we're we're, we're going through seven, eight, nine pages of typewritten text. Um, you just start at the beginning and start with the, the what your original problem was, what they did, and then how come you're not satisfied. And that goes whether washing machine salesman or a, a landscaper or whatever. Just, you know, talk about the situation. But we don't need to know that you talked to your mom and then you your father called this guy and he said this because none of that means anything. Just give us the facts and make sure you give us the paperwork and, and that helps out. So, Corky, good morning, Bart. Corky, give me your question real quick. Okay, I have a 2004 Tahoe 5.3 V8. It's having some lifter noise uh, intermittently. It's got about 102,000 miles on it. And okay. uh, I have an extended warranty. They've been really, really good. They come out, and they can't hear the noise. It comes and goes. And they said, well, we need to hear it before okay. we can fix it. I, I can help you with this. Uh, I can help you with this. What I want you to study, think on, though I'm going to ask you on the other side of this break, is when does it prominently go, and is it related to the engine RPM? So as otherwise, if you give it the gas, does it go up and down with the engine? Is it only cold, only hot on a heart stop? a hot restart or a cold start only and has different viscosity oil changed anything but when we come back I'm going to answer your question so you stay right there I have open lines available 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 my name is Mark Salem we're here till noon talking about cars the name of the show is under the hood we'll be right back hello I'm Greg May the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, 
I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Ready for a next-generation education? Earn your degree online at Grand Canyon University. GCU offers the most experienced leadership in delivering degree programs online. Choose from more than 100 bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees across eight colleges in high-demand employment areas. Join our innovative digital classroom, connect with full-time faculty, and enjoy complete access to our vibrant Phoenix campus community. Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash online. Welcome back to the Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face flick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot. All about that demon Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here at your service, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to call us, you can. we got a car question. Corky, are you there, buddy? I certainly am. Okay. Corky, hot or cold? Uh, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, it, the first time I noticed it, we stopped at a gas station. It was We'd driven about 10 miles, and it started lifting, making a noise. Okay. The problem you're going to have is... Is Corky, I know you call it a lifter noise. Right. But you don't know that. And and I can tell you right now that a broken flex plate, an exhaust leak, a piston skirt slap, and uh, the baffle in the oil pan coming loose can cause a noise. And I, I'm going to tell you that 
that that master techs throughout the valley have over 28 years of radio have called me and said we want you to harp on that more because we can't I mean I'm a gray-haired guy I've worked on more cars in one week of my life than most people have worked all their life and I'm having a tough time diagnosing a ticking noise in a car especially when the customer only wants me to focus on the lifters and and so I, I want to caution you about that because think about this a ticking noise from an exhaust leak is exactly the ticking noise of a lifter the difference is is that the exhaust leak as the manifold gets hotter it swells up and typically the noise goes away that's why I ask you cold or hot a flex plate will change the noise will change when you go from neutral to a load gear driver reverse so that will change but it's not the 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 repetitionness of the clicking or ticking noise it has to do with the load of the engine being applied to the flex plate and unapplied to the flex plate the noise will change not the rhythmic the rhythm of the noise the noise itself will change so if it's a lifter issue then all you do is pull valve covers on it when when you figure out when exactly it's going to make the noise and and you start touching the lifters and you'll figure out which maybe we pull the stud out of the head maybe we need a half turn on a couple of the adjustments it's going to be easy to figure it out let me also suggest to you that an easy way to determine if this is something that's going to cause you problems is to do an oil analysis and that's under a hundred dollars so you change the oil and at a thousand you take a sample and maybe you send it over to Empire Machine they have a good oil lab there then you do another oil sample at a thousand and you look at the two different samples and if we ha and they're gonna measure every metal that's inside your car they're gonna measure that the presence of that metal in your oil what happens if you have you know eighty parts per million of aluminum on the first one and then you have eight hundred on the second one that's, that's not good that's <laughs> not good but it's the same with stainless steel brass uh, iron aluminum everything imaginable so an oil analysis will just tell you if we're coming apart somewhere the other okay, thing now, you can do is is try to take a long piece of heater hose about four feet of 5 8 heater hose and when the noise is there I want you to hop out pop the hood and stick the end of the hose on the valve cover on each side of the motor and if it's a lifter or if it's a loose lifter you'll be able to identify which side of the motor it's on and then at that point anybody worth their salt is gonna pull the valve cover off and we have these little gizmos we put on the oil line so there's no oil not spraying all over the place and we're just gonna touch each one of the lifters now typically we'll back them off till they rattle and then we go anywhere from a half to three-quarter turn tight so I'm sitting there with my wrench <clears throat> and I think I've got the one that's lift that the lifter is making noise so I'm gonna go quarter turn on tighter noise is still there half turn the noise is gone okay so I'm gonna go back to the quarter and now I'm gonna go a full half I'm also gonna put a straight edge across the top of the studs all the way across the head because if I'm pulling a stud out of the head that one will be taller than the rest of them while I'm there I'm gonna clean everything up wash the valve cover make sure the baffles are intact put it all back together and that's it you're gonna find out that your aftermarket warranty company is gonna say that that's not a repair that's covered and you'll have the fight if you want to do it but the good news is is to do that kind of work may cost you two or three hundred dollars and I'm thinking two or three hours worth of time now can I just uh, just tell you this this 
the symptom just comes and goes. I understand. And I did. Op- I just. Oh, I did pop open the hood. I got my video recorder down there and my listened to it, and it appears to be on number three cylinder, three or three or five cylinder, and as it's idling, and then we give it some gas. Eventually, it goes away, but it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason when it starts or happens. The technician from the company that I've got, I had it at, they have heard it, but the warranty company, which has been wonderful says, well, we need to hear this noise also, and then we'll authorize it. So I guess the question is, how do I prove to them if it's so intermittent that we can't get it done, and my warranty expires in 10 days? <laughs> well, your warranty doesn't have nothing to do with it, because once we have identified this, they can't say, oh, the time frame's up. You brought it to their attention during the warranty period. Okay. I, I had my transmission on the Suburban rebuilt long after it was warranty, because during warranty time, I had documents that said I got a clunk when I go from drive to reverse. Right. And they found the main shaft had snapped the ring on the end of it, and the main shaft is moving backwards and forwards, and they covered it. So good. it's you keep talking about this good warranty company. What's the name of it? Because I don't know a single one that I would give that label to, and I deal with those guys every day of my life. Can you see that my underwear's wadded up right now? Mercury? Mercury? Uh, i I, I got to ask my staff about it, but I'm going to tell you something. This you We have to hear it. Well, what what's the matter with the technician that heard it? Why 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 isn't his word good enough? What's the matter with the driver who's pointing to three and five, the middle two cylinders on this side? Well, we have to hear it. Well, what does that entail? Well, you have to call our inspector when you get it to happen, and he has to come and hear it. Well, how long is that going to take? Well, I don't know. It'll depend on how busy he is. You call him at eight o'clock in the morning. He may not get there till three in the afternoon. Well, it'll be gone by then. I'm sorry. That's the rules we work under. You're assuming they have your best interest at heart. I'm telling you, every single company I've ever dealt with, and I've been in this business since 1979, every one of them has their interest in front of yours. It's a battle from the very get-go. I had a case the other day where the seal, the seal, uh, the seals were covered. The seals were covered. I'm going to ask you a question: Is an O-ring a seal? I don't know where you went, but if the O-ring is a I'm seal... I'm here. You hear me? Yeah. Is the O-ring a seal? Yes. Okay. That's what I would have thought, too, because a seal separates atmospheric pressure from oil or atmospheric pressure from coolant. Wouldn't you agree? It's a device to keep two things separate. But they yeah. voided his entire warranty for this engine that failed because the O-ring failed, and that's not called a seal. It's called an O-ring. And a seal is a seal, and an O-ring is an O-ring. Mm-hmm. And that didn't fly with the Better Business Bureau. So anyway, um, if it's three to five, that I'd be pulling the valve cover on three and five. And uh, and, and if it's a valve adjustment, you still got to fight because a valve adjustment's probably not going to be something that's covered under your warranty. No, I, I agree. And and like I said, they, uh, I paid twenty five hundred dollars for this, and I've got I've got about six thousand dollars worth of work out of them. They don't even like you at all. And when we come back, and I'll tell you why. But I got to take a break. Thank you very much, Corky. The lines are open six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. That out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Megyn Kelly, and Real Clear Politics. And all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork. And all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. 
Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. This is Dan Marley, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for an exciting season of antelope basketball. That's right, Dan, and tonight the Lopes are in Bakersfield to take on the Roadrunners. GCU won the first meeting this year, 73-65 at GCU Arena, behind a career-best 24 points from Dwayne Russell, and Bakersfield is looking for payback. So join me and Dan Nichols at 8.15 for the antelope pregame show with the tip at 8.30. The Lopes and the Roadrunners tonight on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Lopes up. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. The Politically Incorrect Minute with Greg Paul. Funny thing happened at the state capitol this week. Not funny, ha-ha, but funny, huh? Look, what's right is right, and this plan for private prisons is just plain wrong. Only on 960 The Patriot. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. Welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Let me take care of some business real quick, and let me tell you about Tom at Action Auto. Tom at Action Auto is up at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner of the intersection of I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom's been around since 1983. 
He has master ASE certified technicians. They get the job done right, and they want to help you as car owners and as their customers to understand why they're doing and what they're doing so that you can make informed decisions. What he's saying with that is, is that I'm going to tell you these are some issues that you need to have done and you can do them whenever you want and here's the money that goes along with them and here's where it says in your owner's manual this is where you need it and so but none of these are going to cause you to break down or need a tow truck so you have the opportunity to sit down and digest these over the next ten days two weeks two months two years whatever non-confrontational no pressure here's the list that we see that you need to plan for and in priority order so action auto is a great place i-17 in deer valley northwest corner corky on your uh your 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 guy that you said you you paid money for it but you got like six thousand or something like that out of it let me tell you the math of this you have a three thousand dollar policy if i sell it i get anywhere between five and fifteen percent of that so I get the month, I get my percentage right off the top. Then the insurance company is going to have to hire an administrator, and the insurance company is going to keep a large portion of that as profit, but they're going to give the administrator somewhere between 40 and 60% of the premium to deal with you. The administrator is going to work off profit, so he's going to do his best to keep you underneath the amount he's given. So let's just assume that they get 50% of your three thousand dollar premium that's fifteen hundred well if Corky's out there and he's popped six thousand dollars worth of repairs that are covered the administrator didn't make any money and he's having to go back to the insurance company saying hey I'm in the hole here the insurance company says wait a minute but what about mrs. Jones who paid three thousand and you got fifteen hundred and you never had a claim and what about this and this and this and this that's what goes on behind the scenes it's just a big shell game and they're betting that you're gonna use less than what you paid and some of you use more, but most of you use less. So that's it, Corky. Thank you very much for that. That was an interesting phone call, but I think you're going to find it. And here, let me tell you this. If the valve's too tight, it'll backfire through the, through the intake or the exhaust. And if the valve's too, no, too loose, it'll be noisy. And the difference between loose and tight is the difference of about one full turn on your, uh, on your ratchet. So it's not going to take much. If you're right, and this is a lifter issue, it's not going to take much to fix it. Harold, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hi, Mark. Um, I got a real easy question for you on tires, but okay. before I ask you that, I was wondering if you happened to see the episode on Channel 3 last night where the woman took her car in for an engine exchange job and a disaster happened whereby apparently she paid $1,000 up front and still hasn't gotten her car back and still hasn't got a new engine. And I wondered if you had been exposed to that. Um, yes, and I, I'll tell you, and I'll say it publicly, um, I've never asked for a deposit on an engine job. I, um, I think that's a, a huge, big red flag. Um, now, if you came in and said you were from Texas and you had a Texas driver's license and you were passing through and you want me to put a brand new $17,000 diesel engine in your Ford, I might very well put uh, some kind of a deposit against your credit card or something like that. I'm going to go with your credit card because if I don't deliver, then your credit card company can back charge me. But as far as paying you cash up front, that has to be a huge red flag. There was one that they had on television a while back where guy's driving his, his, his brand new Land Rover. It wasn't brand new. It was brand new to him. It was used. It broke down. The tow truck guy comes along. And he goes, hey, take it over there to so-and-so. He's a great guy. So the guy says, fine. 
He doesn't even know who so-and-so is, but the tow truck driver is going to get a spiff. He takes it in. He's told it needs an engine. So then, I don't know if it was three on your side or 12 on your back or eight on your side or whoever the heck it was. They go over there, and they talk to the guy, and the guy won't even talk to him, and the car's on a lift. And the guy's paid $4,000, and it's been months, like eight or nine months, and the car's still not done. So, and then this shop, you got to look at the shop, you look at the people, you look at this and you go, oh my God. So it's just, sometimes there's people out there that are ready for the plucking and and it's their fault. Sorry, let's go to the tires. Let me give you an easy question. Okay. 2008 Jeep Grand Cherokee, I'm getting ready to put new tires on and I got three recommendations. One was a Michelin Latitude. Okay. The other was a Toyo, and the third, I believe, was a Yamaha. And I uh, would like your opinion on it. Now, this car does not get off-roading. Okay. It's strictly on-road. All righty. Well, I can tell you right now, the Michelin um, is a great tire. Um, I sell a lot of them, and I like them. I can tell you that the four Michelins are going to be between shoot, between 100 and $200 more than the Toyo. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a Yokohama. Oh, Yokohama. Okay. Yeah, and the Yokohama is the is this the B B tire. Um, so the Michelin and the Toyota are the A tires. Um, what did you get out of the first set of tires that you had on your Grand Cherokee? How many miles? Well, it came with the factory Goodyears, and the car has about forty thousand miles on it. Okay. All right. Well, you'll get forty thousand out of the Michelin and the Toyota, and I want to tell you, I sell both, but I want to just tell you this: when you come to my shop, if you ever come to my shop, you're going to see my wife. My daughter, my son, my son, my daughter-in-law, my mother's car. You'll see every car we own, every shop truck we own has Toyos on it. The Toyos are made in Atlanta, Georgia, and I've been to the factory, and it's under roof 67 acres. Mm. And it does 55,000 tires a day. And they spin and air up all 55,000 using automation. I'm a big fan of Toyo, but it's not because it's it, it partially is because it's made in the United States, but it's a great tire. So if I were giving you good advice, I'd say price the Toyo out the door. How much do I have to have to pay you for four tires out the door, and price the Michelin and the Toyos? And I think there's going to be a hundred to two hundred dollars worth of difference on the two packages, and I think the Toyo is a better value, and it'll also be the cheaper one. Does okay. the Toyo have a model like a what they call it something like? Well, you have three different kinds of toils. You're going to have an aggressive tread you don't want. Then you're going to have an all-season tread that's kind of a good snow tire, good water tire, good street tire. And then you're going to have a street tire. So if you don't ever take it off-road, then get the street tire. Street tire. And if you want the all-season and you go to Payson or you go to Flagstaff every once in a while, or maybe your wife drives through washes and she needs a good tire and water and sand, then get the all-season. Okay. All righty. Good luck. Thank you. You bet. Jerry, you're up next. Jerry, how can I help you today? Hi. I I have a 94 Buick. Uh, the Sabre with a 3800 engine and that thing it's got a hiccup on the and I call it an electrical thing because it'll run down the road or just a microsecond it'll you know and keep on going even at a little bit faster idle speed but if it's slow idle speed it'll die a couple weeks ago I went out to start it one morning and over a period of time my wife and I we spun it over about a minute and a quarter no fire and the tow, I called the tow truck, they came, and they it started. We drove okay. it on the truck. I already know what's the matter with it. You do? Um, yeah. There's a crankshaft sensor on the front of the crankshaft. 
there's also some magnets that are on the gears and what we're doing is is we're it's kind of like the set of points on the old cars so you have a crankshaft sensor and I, I am quite sure I am 99% sure that there is an updated kit to make your car more dependable do you ever have a check engine light come on Jerry no, the, the dealer, he replaced the fuel pump because they went and pounded it on the tank. Okay. And I, I told him, I said, I don't think it's fuel pump because okay. it's just like a hiccup. See? Okay, well, the, the, the fuel pump, it, when it when it doesn't run, it doesn't start, and it doesn't run at all. And, well, that's um, what I And, and so I you, you, you probably spent between 700 and 900 for a fuel pump? Um, no, I think it was a little more like about... Three, four, about 450 I think okay okay um, my suggestion is is I agree with you I think you have an electronic problem and and the 94 you have to remember your car um, is 20 years old and yeah. we had big problems with that 3800 with the crankshaft sensor and the magnet coming off of the I think it's on the cam gear so we have to pull the cover and we have to kind of redo something but you can either wait till it completely quits and the car will crank over but not start or you can go in there and have somebody do a square wave pattern, otherwise hook an electronic device up and watch the crankshaft sensor work. The line goes horizontal, then it goes up, over, down, and has a tooth. I want you to think this that is a tooth. Well, we'll watch all these teeth on an oscilloscope on a television screen. We'll rev the motor, we'll put it in drive, we'll give it gas, we'll put it in reverse, we'll do it hot, we'll do it cold, and pretty soon we're going to miss a tooth. Pretty okay. soon, we're going to have a tooth that looks ugly. And then we go, it, bingo. It happens every day. I'm just driving them all within about okay. 10 miles. It happens every day. All righty. Well, why don't you just take your 94 Buick LeSabre 3800 and just yep. do crank sensor 94 Buick or 94 LeSabre crank sensor, and I'll bet you have um, 30 pages of information about the okay. crank sensor and the updated kit that makes it better today. Okay? Okay. Good luck to you, Jerry. Thank you very much. And Irene, you're up, Irene. Yes. Um, hi, Mark. Uh, I drive a Chevy Colorado 2009 for uh, I'm a courier for a school district. So um, I drive 110 miles a day with about 38 stops a day, anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes approximately between each stop. I turn the engine on and off. Okay. And this has been going on for maybe a year or so, and it's been to the a Chevy dealer once, and to the our garage, it goes in about every two to three months for service. Um, so every now and then, I go get in the vehicle to turn it on, and nothing happens. The security lock light blinks on and off, and the engine light comes on. The battery works, the radio works, the lights work. Okay. But I have to sit there for about 10 to 12 minutes, and then all of a sudden, it'll start right up. Okay, let me and ask you a question. I need to ask you some questions. About six times in the last three months. Okay, I need to ask you some questions. Okay, when you hit the key, nothing happens. Nothing at all. No click. No, no groan. Click, no click. No hesitation when it does finally start up. Okay. Number two, when you turn the key on and the security light comes on, and at the same time the check engine light comes off, if you just leave the key on and you don't go to the crank, both of those will probably go off after three seconds. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm not worried about those. What you're describing is a starter solenoid problem. If you go to my website, MarkSalem.com, and if you print out FAQ 28, 
I'm going to ask you to watch the headlights. So when you park, I want you to park against something where you can see your headlights. Park against a wall. Park against another car. Wherever. When you, when you hit the key and nothing happens, turn on the headlights. They should be white and bright. Then you hit the key and they don't dim. That means that it's either not in park or the starter solenoid's bad. You wouldn't change just the starter solenoid on your Colorado. It comes as a package, and you are best served by having them do a, um, uh, a, a uh, oh boy, I'm really late, by having them do a starter and a solenoid. But stay right there. I'll pick you up in just a minute. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.